Part 2, Ten Commandments, presented by Rabbi Guy Cohen. The Fourth Commandment, You shall keep the Sabbath as a holy day of rest. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you, nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Exodus 20, verses 8 to 11. Observing the Sabbath does not mean that you cannot drive your car or turn on the lights in your house. It does, however, mean that you need to give yourself a day of rest, a day that is holy, which means it is unlike any other day of the week. It is a day of rest and reconciliation between you and your Heavenly Father, a day that is devoted solely to the worship of God. The word Shabbat comes from the word Lashevet in Hebrew, which means to sit down. When God created the world, He did so in six days and took the seventh day as a day of rest. You are to do the same. It is not good for man to work seven or more days in a row. Both your soul and your body need a rest after working for six days straight. However, the Sabbath was created for men, not men for the Sabbath. It is not to be observed religiously, but as a spiritual rest. It is made for your own benefit as a gift from God to give you rest. On top of getting rest yourselves, you are commanded to allow your servants, your animals, and any foreigner residing in your towns to rest. The Sabbath law includes maids and caregivers. Obviously, some people have to sacrifice for Sabbath for the sake of duty, such as military personnel, police officers, emergency responders. These people are those whose line of duty comes with a sense of urgency and importance and cannot sit for a day. I have been to many synagogues that had a foreign maid serve the food for the Kiddush lunch on the Sabbath after the morning prayer because they did not want to desecrate the Sabbath with their work. So they desecrated it even further by bringing in a hired maid to work on the Sabbath. You hypocrites! You can serve your own household. That is not work. It is called life. Work is when you hire a maid, preventing her from observing the Sabbath with her family in order to serve you. Some of you employers treat your employees as Pharaoh treated the Israelites when he required them to find their own straws while forcing them to produce the same number of bricks as was required when the straws have been provided, working them to death. If your ox in the field is hungry, do you not allow it to eat? If your donkey is tired, do you not allow it to take a break and rest? You evil people work your brothers and sisters to death, providing minimal breaks, paying minimum wage, and sometimes force taking extra shifts with the threat of otherwise losing their job. You treat your employees as lessened men, revoking from them their God-given right of a day of rest every six days and honest wages to support their families. Why do people have to work two or more jobs in order to survive in this society? Well, obviously, it is because of your greed. That is why. However, two jobs are for two people. You have enslaved your fellow men and have robbed them of their dignity. The rich get richer while the poor are left to starve in the streets. 
You are a wicked and perverted people, and the Lord will treat you as you have treated your fellow men. As it is written, truly I tell you, whatever you did for me, or the least of these brothers and sisters of mine you did for me. Matthew 25 verse 40. You treat your dogs better than you treat other human beings. You have completely lost your way. You do not walk your dog on a Sabbath. Why would you walk your fellow man? The fifth commandment. Honor your father and your mother, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Exodus 20, verse 12. Starting with your father in heaven, you must honor him who has given you your life, and the earthly parents who have been used by God to create a specific genome sequence that created you. My son, listen to your father's moral instructions. Do not neglect your mother's teaching. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. Proverbs 1 verses 8 to 9. Honoring your father and mother means you treat your parents with respect. You obey their laws and commands for as long as you live under their roof and continue to treat them with respect after moving out of their house. As a resident of a home, you must live according to its laws and obey the head of household. Failure to do so will result in eviction. Whether it is your parents' house, which is the building you reside in, or God's house, which is the entire world. God has ordained His laws and decrees and you must honor him and live according to his laws. You are his creation and are under his authority. Honoring goes further than obeying and reveals itself in the way you live your life. You honor your parents by living an honorable life according to God's laws and decrees which are a moral code to live by, going above and beyond what is expected of you. The one exception to the rule, however, is living with abusive parents. If you live with abusive parents, you are exempt from living according to their deeds and are not required to obey them, but live according to God's laws which overrule any man-made law. The Lord will guide you and give you justice. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. 1 Timothy 5 verse 8 Do not, however, mistake disciplinary actions for abuse. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves, as does a father the son in whom he delights. Proverbs 3 verse 12 Whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. Proverbs 13 verse 24 Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22, verse 6. If in an abusive relationship with your parents, the scripture tells us to disengage. If you are too young to live on your own, call the authorities. If you can move out, do so. Do not wallow in abusive relationships. Make no friendship with a man given to anger. No go with a man who is given into wrath, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. Proverbs 22, verses 24 to 25. Warn a decisive person once, and then warn them a second time. After that, have nothing to do with them.
you may be sure that such people are warped and sinful. They are self-condemned. Titus 3 verses 10 to 11. Unlike earthly parents, the Lord our God never abuses his children. Nor does he neglect or forsake us. The Lord Jesus is a loving brother and God is a good father. There is no good except for him. The sixth commandment. You shall not murder. You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, You shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or a sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, You are worthless, is answerable to the court. And anyone who says, You fool, will be in the danger of the fire of hell. Matthew 5 verses 21 to 22. Should you come inside a woman and get her pregnant, you may not and shall not by any means murder an innocent unborn life. Babies belong to God. All souls belong to God. You shall not murder. You murder your own unborn babies and adopt dogs instead. The worship of the dog. Almost every young couple adopts a dog nowadays instead of having babies. And out of the people who do have children, most treat their dogs with more love and attention than they do their own babies. You evil people leave your babies in the car to bake under the sun and die. You place your babies on the front passenger seat without a suitable baby chair and watch them fly through the windshield and die during car accidents. You feed them vegan milk and watch them die for malnutrition rather than relying on God's best nutritional creation, mother's milk, as promoted in the Israeli TV show Ta'agad. There are accidental parents, but there are no accidental children. It was your specific combination of the genome sequence, also known as DNA, that created the life that is fostering within your womb. It does not matter how that life came to be, whether by rape, drunk sex, fornication, etc. Every fetus is a living soul from the moment it has been conceived. By preventing it from being born, you have just committed the murder of innocent life and had not even had the chance to see the light of day. When men strive together and hit a pregnant woman so that her children come out, but there is no harm, the one who hit her shall surely be fined, as the woman's husband shall impose on him, and he shall pay as the judges determine. But if there is harm, then you shall pay life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. Exodus 21 verses 22 to 25. Hitting does not limit itself to involuntarily assault. It also refers to a doctor who attempts to conduct an abortion. You are not worthy to be parents, yet God in his mercy keeps blessing you with children and you murder them. The Lord examines the righteous, but the wicked, those who love violence, he hates with a passion. Psalms 11 verse 5 Besides murdering your children, you also engage in all other sorts of violence. Domestic violence, man against wife, wife against child, child against parents, husbands. In the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life, so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Peter 3 verse 7 You evil men, God has blessed you with a wife and you abuse her. 
you murder your own wives and children. God sees everything. Everything that you do behind closed doors. And he will hold you accountable for your deeds. And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters of mine, you were doing it to me. You hit your own children. How dare you abuse any of these little ones? God is going to especially inflict harsh judgment on parents who did not raise their children properly. Being a parent is a huge responsibility. You chose to bring your children into this world, yet have chosen not to treat them with the same love and kindness your Heavenly Father has shown you. You will pay for your abusive actions. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Psalm 127 verse 3 For behold, the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Luke 23, 29 It is better for you to not have had children at all than to have them and not raise them in the Lord. Then you engage in violent protests, both police officers and civilians demonstrating hate, anger, and racism. This is what the Lord says. Do what is just and right. Rescue from the hand of the oppressor the one who has been robbed. Do no wrong or violence to the foreigner, the fatherless or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place. Jeremiah 22 verse 3. The police force has been corrupted with hateful racist people who love to abuse power. Instead of serving and protecting the people, they serve and protect their own interests. You have no concern and respect for human life. You men of the law are subdued to a harsh judgment for breaking the covenant you have made when you swore into being the protector of the law. And of course you have the other side of the protests, the violent civilians. Instead of calling on the name of the Lord and allowing Him to venge you, you have decided to take matters into your own hand and act with violence, attacking men of authority, fighting fire with more fire. The Lord is the judge of you all. Ten Commandments, presented by Rabbi Guy Cohen. To continue, go to part three.